There are two general approaches that we can take toward Holy Week. Uh, one approach, uh, and this is in my experience what most people seem to do, is to kind of take each event by itself and sort of ride this emotional roller coaster of Holy Week. You know, happy on Palm Sunday, sad on Thursday and Friday, happy again on Easter. Um, uh, and that, that's not necessarily a bad way to approach it. I, I do not want to imply that. Uh, but for this Palm Sunday, I decided to take more of a pro an approach of taking everything in together. Um, so when I, I took that approach and applied it to Palm Sunday, I realized that as Jesus was going through the streets to cries of Hosanna and uh, palm branches and all that, he knew what the week had in store for him. He, he knew how different Thursday and Friday were going to be. Um, he knew how fickle people can be. He, he knew that, that, that those who were against him were going to tr um, try and, and end up successfully turning the crowd against him. Uh, and he knew it was all a part of God's plan. And ultimately, he, he forgave those who sent him to death as he was on the cross saying, Father, forgive them for they know what, not what they do. And in doing so, he, I, I believe that it was both a cry out to God and a command to his disciples that this was ultimately God's plan and that they and, and now we were not to hold any animosity towards those who crucified him. Um, he, he, he definitely had a very hot and cold relationship with Jerusalem during, during Holy Week, and I can't imagine that it was easy. Um, and while our experiences are not on the level of what Jesus experienced, we do have some similarities. Um, you know, we, people can behave erratically towards us. Um, we saw that a lot in COVID. Either our neighbors, you know, panic buying or hoarding, uh, you know, essential items or just behaving in ways that we did not expect um, or, or, you know, maybe seemed reckless to us. We, we experienced that. And for a lot of us, that was a hurtful experience. And even, you know, before, outside of COVID, you know, sometimes people say hurtful things to us. Um, anyone who has worked with the public knows that. Um, people, even when we're trying to do things right, we're volunteering maybe, we're, we're getting involved in activism or organizing, uh, people criticize often our best intentions, sometimes correctly and sometimes not. Uh, people have compromised institutions that we love. Uh, I, I thank Peter for being so open and honest with some of his, his struggles in that area. And altogether, people are challenging. It is difficult to be a person with other people sometimes. 
And if we're being honest, sometimes we're, we ourselves are not that easy to work with. Um, so the question that that prompts is, how do we respond? Um, well, well, some of our instincts aren't necessarily good. Sometimes we do, sometimes we physically distance ourselves from people and institutions, groups that we feel have harmed us. Um, some, um, you know, that, that can be physical, um, but it can also be mental and emotional. Um, you know, with physical being like, literally, I do not go to this place anymore. I do not interact with this person anymore. Um, my my go-to, uh, I will admit, is the mental and emotional. Uh, I do this through what I call the um, three S's, sarcasm, snark, and snobbery. Um, it, it's a great way, <laughs> well, not great, but, um, you know, it's something that I kind of fall back on as a way to physically and, you know, and technically be a part of the group, but I'm not really a part of it because I am judging it. So I, I'm participating, but I'm not gonna give enough of myself to this group to let them hurt me. Um, and both of these are forms of just kind of giving up on people and just having this, this distrust. Um, you know, it's about, you know, I, I might walk in, but I will keep my eyes on the exits. And then there's, on the other side of things, there, there can be a desire to, to seek power and control, especially in institutions. Uh, if you've been hurt by one institution, you know, whether it's that particular one or you go to a different one, it's tempting to seek to be in power and in control of that to make sure that it doesn't hurt you again. Um, and then sometimes um, people seek revenge. Um, people, people seek to get back at those, at those who they feel have wronged them. And, and that's not, and as I go on, it's not to say that there is never a case where distance or difficult conversations are needed. Actually, difficult conversations are needed to solve most of these things. Um, and there are cases in which um, me uh, mediation, compromise, um, is impossible and there needs to be distance. Um, but I'm gonna focus on how Jesus responded to Jerusalem um, especially in between Palm Sunday and uh, the Last Supper. And what I found is I was just kind of flipping through uh, Luke. Um, honestly, Sunday through Wednesday were relatively similar to the rest of his ministry. Um, a lot of these stories I don't necessarily associate with Holy Week. It's just another story uh, from the Gospels, uh, like... Um, let me find in here, um, Jesus cleansing the temple. For me, I mean, that is a Holy Week story, but for me, I just think of it as another instance of Jesus being Jesus. 
Um, so Jesus responded by being his same self through all of this turmoil. Um, and that's, he knew, he knew his mission and he knew his purpose in being in Jerusalem in that week. He, he knew that it was all God's plan. He knew what God required of him. And to me, this is, this can help us to be people with other people, even when that is incredibly frustrating, um, is, is finding a sense of God's will for our lives. Um, it doesn't have to be something that's clear cut. It's not, it doesn't have to be a one and done, like this is my mission for the rest of my life, but by continuing to be in community with God, with God's word and with each other, we can have this sense of, of purpose, this sense of what God wants from us in our lives that can help us to, to push through all of the challenges that come with being a person among other people. So <laughs> people are messy, they're difficult. We can expect that. We ourselves are often difficult. Um, but Jesus calls us to continue to embrace people in all of their messiness. And we can do this through understanding God's will for our lives.